0: You're not the boss of me now.
1: And you're not that big. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Everyone, I'm Ryan.
0: And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Cycle Hum the Guitar. Buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, sometimes... Podcast. You know, I podcast more than I play guitar. I gotta say. That's a little sad, Steve. It is.
1: I definitely play guitar more than I podcast. uh... But I definitely podcast better than I play guitar. (laughs) So there's that. That We've got that going on. Which which one of these is me? Is it three? You're three. There we go. I'm going to turn myself down a little bit. Uh, This first ad was sent to us. By Greg Straub. Thank you, Greg Straub. This happens to be a guitar that is a bit of
0: a dream guitar for me. This, this is a... go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. Go, no, go ahead. You know, sorry. You know, I want to hear what you have to say. Well, what I was going to say is this is a Yamaha sd 2 made between 1966 and 1971. It sounds great, Ryan, which is probably why you want one, because they sound great. It's been worked on by a previous owner, and I'm not entirely sure what's been done to it. Uh, done to it it has a hairline crack in the back of the neck and a hole in the faceplate. the pickup cover is also loosed so this is the
1: link ray guitar the sg2 the okay. omaha sg2 that's why it's a bit of a uh, of a of a, a fantasy guitar for me it's it's totally accessible like i could sell a couple things and buy one of these i just haven't worked up the guts to do it <laughs>
0: Yeah, this Um, one's only eighteen hundred dollars. I totally get it. You know, they
1: usually are under three grand depending on what condition they're in Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. This
0: one has been molested. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm gonna say. Yeah. I feel I feel like I'm quieter than you. You think you're quieter than me? I don't know. All right.
1: Speak louder then.
0: I can't. This is my voice. All right, Steve. Go out on your limb. Uh, I'm gonna say that the screws in the pick guard mm. might be aftermarket. Aftermarket, and uh-huh. I'm gonna say that the knobs on the upper and lower horns yes might be aftermarket. And oh, there's another thing, isn't there? I'm gonna say that the Telecaster neck pickup directly in contact with the bridge. Might be aftermarket and uh-huh, uh-huh. yes, go I'm on. I'm gonna say this humbucker, right? Might also be aftermarket. Is the body and the trim the only original? And I guess the neck, I think the bridge is original. The bridge looks that, original. that neck pickup, I don't think is original.
1: That sounds I of... can't
0: tell if it's not original or if it's just because if it just had the. I, they had, there was like a, there was like
1: a unique, uh, Yamaha pickup system in these things, but this thing has been highly modified. I don't remember them having two outputs either. I'm assuming that the second output is for that Telecaster pickup.
0: They did not have two outputs
1: in the extreme bridge position.
0: And actually, yeah, this is a replacement pick guard. This is a replacement everything. Yeah, yeah. Except except like you said, um the the bridge and the trim. The bridge and the trim. I'm looking at an SG three. Oh there it is. Yeah, with uh, those which original. Is a different pick-ups. Model. And you can get this SG three for about three grand, because it's in Australia, so it's gonna cost three hundred and thirty dollars to ship.
1: <laughs> this is rough, man. It is. It's sad to see something so cool and old and vintage that like vintage in a way where you could still buy it, but it's sad to see it mingled in a way that like, none of this is cool to me. None of this is like, Oh yeah, I see what they were going for here. All of it is baffling to me. It's reversible. In theory, if you were able to find an original pit guard and the original parts, you could reverse this and, and take it back to stock.
0: I, I don't think this guitar has any business above a thousand dollars no i i totally agree with you there if this is nine hundred dollars then like say it's say it's nine fifty it's a yeah then maybe you go like like this is my this is my uh it's a salvage this is a restoration project it's a rescue project yeah you're gonna spend the next five years like built rebuilding this one part at a time
1: i know it's a rescue guitar but i honestly feel like it rescued me gosh (laughs) That's what you could say about this guitar. It is you, a bought thing it.
0: you did just say about this guitar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I- interesting side story. Uh, you know, I play link Ray riffs all the time mm-hmm. in my demos and stuff. Uh, a guy who is a former bandmate of link Ray. Yes. Messaged me on Facebook messenger. What? Like I want to say early this year or late last year, and I had a wonderful conversation with the guy. He let in with, like, hey, just want to let you know, love your videos. And I think Link would have really appreciated uh, what you do and, you know, oh. including his riffs and stuff. And, you know, like, we spent a lot of time talking and talking about, you know, what it was like playing with Link. And, but uh, something very interesting that he told me is that I think it was the B string or maybe the G string, one of, one of the, the high unwound strings, Link would actually keep. Not on the saddle, but in between the saddles. like re- You know how like a, a jazz master bridge has like the two yeah. rails on either side? So the string would be resting on those rails. And it was part of like his whole sound or whatever.
0: Like so just always be a kind of. Like buzzing out doing like a sitar yeah, thing. Like sit- sitars. So I was going to say yeah. it'd be kind of dead, but it's not dead. It's It's exactly that. It's a sitar. Yeah.
1: So I've I've never tried it. I've never tried to replicate that. But if I had one of these, I mean, not this one that's been mangled and it appears to have circuits built in underneath the pickguard because it's got four extra knobs going on. Um, If I had one of these, I would give that a shot. I think it's like, can I
0: do the link ray thing? I think it basically maybe has a volume tone for each pickup. you think that's what it is? I mean, that would be the simplest explanation. Also potentially the dumbest explanation.
1: That's a pretty dumb explanation. I thought there would be maybe a, like integrated effects. At least it's still got the wiggle stick, you know, and the body itself looks clean
0: despite this nonsense going on. But here's the thing you're going to get, I mean, uh, maybe not May- I'm going to say this, but maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if those screws are too big for the pit guard. Which means you're going to get this, and and part of your restoration is you're going to have to dowel. Oh, for sure, there's going to be.
1: But even even the headstock looks really clean. Like uh, besides the pickguard situation, this is a clean example of this guitar.
0: It says there's a hairline crack in the neck, but I don't see it. It could it could be
1: anything. That could be anything. Like it could be in a bad place. It could be in a fine place. It just
0: seems like they didn't even try to. They they mentioned this
1: hairline crack that they didn't photograph but then didn't mention all these like bonkers mods that have been done to it. I'm not
0: entirely sure what's been done to it, but you couldn't bother to describe that. Like this doesn't look like any other Yamaha SG two. Yeah. Like you pin this down, I guess, you know, they probably found one similar smashed the, they probably don't actually, does it say SG two on the headstock? It doesn't. So this, it might be an SG2. Might trade. not even be an SG2. Um, it could be an SG3. We don't
1: know. I the part of the problem is I go back and forth in between getting one of these and getting one of the uh the, the samurai ones. I forget the that might actually be the SG2. Uh,
0: the samurai one is the SG. The modern remakes
1: are the SGV. Uh, 400s and 800s. Oh, that's what I was going to say. But the original ones were an SG. It might have been an SG-6 or something like that. Yeah, a race to the internet.
0: It's a The SG-2A is the uh, Samurai one. Oh, yeah, there it so is. So this isn't even an SG-2. This is an SG-3. Right, right. So they got that.
1: Oh, they got all the information wrong.
0: There's also an SG-7. But I'm like, apparently,
1: if I'm going to buy a vintage Yamaha, which direction do I go? I, I kind of feel like if I'm going to get one of the, the Samurai ones, I'm going to go with one of the modern reissues, just so I know that the fretwork will be modern. And then I'd get an SG3, one of the Link Ray guitars, as like, oh, here's a vintage, actual, real deal thing here, you know? I love the headstocks here's on these. SG-
0: this one says SG2, and it's on eBay. Uh, so maybe, I don't it, know. maybe y- it- Yamaha with with their model names. I, yeah, don't I don't know that they were particularly consistent in that era. Right,
1: but <sighs> it's a tragedy. It's it's a tra- it's tragic to look at this. And I mean, it, I- it can be restored. I think you got some clean guts here. But good luck finding an original pickguard, original pickups. Yeah, like yeah, you can you can redo the wiring or whatever. But those pickups and the pick guard, it might be tricky to track those down.
0: And like I said, I, I this is not in this isn't a high enough demand instrument right. for this to be a restoration project price. It, it's gotta be a below a thousand dollars. Like I said, at a thousand dollars, I think it's a restoration project.
1: I if I here here's here's where I'm thinking. If I already had one of these in good shape mm-hmm. and I loved it. I would consider buying this as my own project platform
0: at eighteen hundred dollars. No,
1: no, no. I I think max eleven. I'm close to where you are, but a little higher. And that's me imagining me loving right <laughs> with this guitar. I've never played one in person. I don't know what they're actually like. I saw Link play his in person but mm-hmm. i didn't get to mm-hmm. hold it and play it and,
0: and like you said it, that this is a situation where you already have one and now you want to make one that's your own like i would so get
1: just, i would get this i would pull all this nonsense off of here and i would do i would get a custom pick guard cut for it right
0: and i would do my own pickups so, for if, it. so if you did that you're probably talking you could do it in like under six months right Eleven hundred dollars. Say, I don't know, two hundred bucks for a custom pit guard. That's probably too much, but whatever. So you're at thirteen. Uh, Gun Street kit. You're at fourteen. A nice set of pickups. You're at seventeen hundred dollars. So you're still cheaper than what this is listed right, for. Right, right. And you've got a custom, custom modified SG3. And I have no idea. I can, I can see that. That's cool. Yeah, I have no
1: idea what I do for pickups. You know, fully EMG. Set, oh you know? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and like i said in that case like you're you're um you're like hitting the ground running like you right. already you're you don't have to because if you want to restore one it's just going to hang on your wall and like i said it's like all right i got the pick guard right and now i got the neck pickup and now i got the bridge. make maybe you can maybe somebody's you get lucky and somebody's selling a a pre-wired right right deal because the the body exploded but somehow everything else survived <laughs> sure no
1: you find one that's got the pit guard but it's got a broken neck and so you can get exactly a deal right. on that now you're it's like th- there's a guy up the street from me who has two deloreans and you know one of them is a parts bucket you know
0: <laughs> i saw this so okay so i saw this uh meme just before i sat down you know uh christopher um Oh my gosh. My brain. Uh, what's it? What's the cross? Guy? No, the guy. Did who, he make you jump? Shut up. Sorry. That's, a, that's Christopher cross is a different guy. than Chris, Oh, that's true. Than Chris cross. Um, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd was in now the, we're, we're on. We're, yeah. I understand the connection. He was in the Mandalorian. Right. And, uh, I saw this meme that said little known fact, uh, doc Brown accidentally, uh trant like drove like took the delorean uh out to a, set it to a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away i don't know how the far far away thing works because i like, mean he was
1: also in clue
0: so yeah. like th- does everything have yes everything everything ryan connects right well the way it was he
1: in clue after he was in the mandalorian yes. or before was it was an anti-aging thing that you like from the, that's how it all works yeah
0: uh, right. But the whole thing is, is he actually was the founder of the the race of Mandalorians? Yes, it's a portmanteau because he was the man in DeLorean.
1: Oh, shut up! Now, is this before or after he was <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? This was
0: after Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but before Taxi.
1: So when he got melted by the by the, the what is it called the dip? Yeah. When he got melted by the dip, did uh-huh. he get reconstituted so he could be in the Mandalorian? Yes. Okay. All right. It all makes sense now. And then he and then he traveled forward in time so he could uh, be in clue. Correct. Yes. Everything he's done has been time travel. What about when he was a Klingon? That was uh after. Why do I remember so many of his roles? He's one of those guys where you spot him you're like, "Ah, there you there, are, that guy." There that's that's that guy you know even before you watch back to the future like he's he's one of those guys he's just one of those dudes all right so yeah i, I think you and i share a consistency on this it is it, priced too high the modifications done are uh, they're sad and, uh, who knows though what if you got it and you're like holy hell they have a point yeah. that telecaster neck pickup in the extreme bridge position mm-hmm. brilliant this humbucker right next to it Fantastic. All these giant self-boring metal screws used to hold on <laughs> the pit guard. A revelation. I'm going to leave it just as. Those are the same screws that I used to like screw down the, the tin roof on my shed.
0: Yeah, those are the same screws I used to uh, make, a, make my cat netting to keep the cat from jumping out of the yard. Ah, okay, gotcha. I was like, what'd you do to your cat? Yikes. I turned it into a net. All right, so what's next? We're uh, we gonna talk about uh, well, housekeeping. Or I did want to say first that I think this ad is a very strong contender for the Adventurers Club. I haven't looked at the other two ads, mm. but I had a right good, now it's winning. I had a pretty good time talking about this one. Of course, the Adventurers Club is—you sent us ads that fit the show. They're from, and we, and we talk about them. They're either like the most ridiculous of
1: Reverb, the craziest of Craigslist, the most offensive of OfferUp. <laughs> the most maligned of marketplace you know like you know where you find used guitar gear ads and you email them to us at 60 cycle at gmail.com and if we pick your ad as the best of the episode what do we do steve
0: we get send you uh we send you an email mm-hmm. steve and, does and we will try to get you a little a little prize from in the form of a twenty-five dollar digital gift card, and what's it printed on? To Steve? the retailer, your price is printed on high quality, thick with three C's digital cardstock. That's right, virtual card stock. And I'm like very serious business. Like I actually do put in effort. I've, he does. I faked a Canadian address. Uh, I currently am in negotiation with Peach Guitars in the UK because apparently buying stuff from their shop when you're an American, I did something wrong. So I had to contact their customer service, but I'm working on it. You know who you are. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm Steve
1: wor- works too hard
0: it'll, on it'll, this it'll be It'll be resolved, but pro- hopefully before this episode Take drops. Take something easy for Steve to do. If, the, if they live in other countries, it just makes it complicated and there's not anything easy right like there's, but it's fine hey
1: like, help, I, help I, steve out be from yeah. america help, help you know? us
0: help us out just move to the united states just move here get one of those like things where i'm gonna ship it to an address appeal box in new york city and you've got a forwarding mm. thing there, there that's a, that's a thing no, i'm just kidding like this is go, all worth funny. it to get your 25 digital gift card yeah um no it's cool i'll uh. Steve, I'll take care of Steve it. Steve works fun. hard on the details, which is why this
1: show still exists. Is because Steve works on the detail side of it. You, you know, you guys know me. You know that everything would fall apart if it all rested on my shoulder. And of
0: course, this is all funded by the folks who support us over at Patreon.com/slash60cyclehumcast, yep. like these folks did at the one dollar awful. I'm really excited about this one. We got a bunch of them. Yeah, at the $1 level, I'm mostly excited. I'm excited about all of them, but I'm very excited about this new Patreon, Mr. Harry Butts. Mr. Harry Butts. (laughs) Uh, Also at the $1 level, Matt Good. Matt Good, welcome. His his name is Matt Good, but it's... it's as far as I'm Not concerned, as good. he's Matthew exceptional. <laughs> Matthew, great. <laughs> uh, at the $5 level, we've got uh, Philip Miller and Chris Lensing. Nice. I at guys. the $10 level, which what is our it? inner circle level, uh, there is a link. I probably need to repost it in the Patreon for just the inner circle tier. That is a link to my personal Facebook page. You become friends with me. I get you in the Facebook group where uh, Ryan almost never posts behind the scenes stuff, but he's supposed to, but he doesn't. Every now and then I think to do something, it used to be, we all used to be a lot more active there. Yeah. You know, uh, but there's, you know, that's a good place to ask questions about what's going on behind the scenes, or it's kind of just like a more focused subset of our main group. So if you find the main group overwhelming, the inner circle, you're going to kind of get the same uh you're gonna get if you have a real question, you're more likely to get a quality response, a, maybe a
1: perk of the inner circle is that recently I sold a bunch of stuff on Reaver. Oh yeah, and I jumped in the inner circle and was like, Hey, if you know, if you want to buy any of this stuff, when you make an offer, just knock 20% off and include this special code in the comments, and yeah. I'll know that you're inner circle and I'll just accept your offer.
0: So at the ten dollar inner circle level, we've got Kevin Ramsey. We got Ryan Berman who sent us the dad two fifties. Nice. Uh, we I got, still need to film that thing. We've got Vincent and then upgrading from the two dollar level to the, some value of Norwegian kroner that is above $10 us was Lele. You Lele at the $25 level. What? And this is, this is the bracking rights level. Whoa. You you got to check this website. No one should love us. $25 gotta a month. You got to check this website out. It's uh, I've website. been there before. It's guitarpickreviews.com. This is a, a dude, a person who reviews guitar picks. Like the whole right. website is just reviews of guitar picks. You know, this is so. an
1: interesting way to, to market a company, is because your name does get scrolled at the end yeah. of every podcast episode. We mention your name when you're new. And I've been doing more Patreon content. That's that where I buy things with the Patreon funds to demo it and I scroll the names there too. So like if you want cheap advertising yeah. for your product or service, you sign up as a Patreon. So we've
0: got guitarpickreviews.com. We've got an app called Rigfish. Oh yeah, yeah. Also uh, is in there. So thank you to all of these people um, who are supporting this program and of course to all of our other patrons. Maybe for the five hundredth episode, we'll I'll get the full list and I'll just read through sure it'll take, take a while it's gonna take a few minutes we have a lot of one dollars in yeah, there we've done it before i maybe i'll do it again yeah. uh, maybe i'll do it um you know a few super chats deep if you know what i mean <laughs> that'll make it extra fun um also the one of the ways that this show gets funded well actually the one of the things that just keeps us able to do it uh this show is sponsored by String Joy. Oh, I, let me get a pack. <laughs> string Joy makes strings in Nashville, Tennessee by musicians in Nashville, Tennessee. Here is, wow, that was completely uncoordinated by me. Uh, This is a pack of Orbiters, a 10.5 to 50. These are a enamel, or I believe enamel coated string, if I remember. Enamel- yeah, that's coded, right, Steve. Nickel plated steel wrap wire that delivers crisp, toss, crisp, crisp, Top end, higher output, out of this world, durability. This is what... I don't know the Orbiter script. This is what I have on my Gibson Les Paul. They've been on there for probably a month and a half now, and they still play like yeah. brand new. Every guitar that I have these on, like the strings just last and last yeah. and last. And my, my Les Paul hangs on the wall like I, when I'm not playing it. And they don't have that thick, weird, like,
1: condom feel. No, that it's, it's not like older an Older style,
0: like coated strings
1: have where you play it for a while and then you start to get that fuzzy, like yeah. plastic thing happening where you strum. Like they feel like metal. They feel like regular strings. Like they're just, they, you said it was like a ceramic coating. Yeah. Well,
0: and like enamel, enamel, whatever, whatever that means. It's like paint. It's like a paint. Anyway, like, they, they
1: just feel like regular strings.
0: Use the link below to check it out. Use code H U M at checkout to get 10% off. Ryan. Yes, Steve. You told me that this next ad was called III. I, I. It's sent by Joshua Nowakowski. I wrote down III I, I, like uh Alpha in Power Rangers. No, like, no, no. I, I, I. No, this is like I I I. Yeah, uh this is from Facebook Marketplace fender parts caster with EMG pickup. Sounds uh sounds and plays great. Comes with hard shell case. No trades. Uh six hundred and twenty-five dollars. It's got an eye pick guard on it. It has one of those stupid
1: pewter skull batwing output jacks. Why? Like the rest of the theme was working. Why throw the, the skull and the batwings into it?
0: Oh, it's got spurzles on it. Are these yeah. are they locking?
1: Uh I don't know. I'm not familiar with that model. They look hefty though. They've got they've got red. Uh, tuning pegs on it. Well, I think they've been painted. You think they've been painted? They they sell ones that are like powder coated. I you, think, is this all? I think that's just powder coated. Oh, okay. Just they're older, so they're worn a little bit. Uh, they've got a uh an aged relic back of the neck for that soft like like a gun oil sort of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. going on. This so is I'm, a
0: seventy fifth anniversary Stratocaster made in Mexico. Some very
1: unconventional relicing on the body, like thick gouges in the armrest area and little gouges throughout to get the speckling look. And then a pit guard that's got eyeballs all over it. And then a, a single knob that happens to be an eyeball itself. Where do I get an eyeball knob? And then a red AMG, of course. I don't know. Like, he's selling it so, like, we can critique this thing and be like, ah, oh, the, like... The, who's going to want to buy this at, at this price or whatever. But I'm kind of looking at it like if I someone on saw someone on stage with this, I'd be like, you've got your own thing going on, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. You know what you like. You've got a look, and you went for it. It's confident. It didn't, it didn't dick around and do it half-assed. The skull and wings thing on the output jack, I'd come re- on. I'd, I'd swap that Grow out.
0: Grow up. I think I'd Grow swap that up. out. Yeah.
1: But the rest of it, sure. Like, it... This is what, Meca- Me- <laughs> let's see if I can talk. This is what Mexican strats exist for. For wild and crazy mods to get experimental, to mess up finishes, to try like aging the back of the neck, to completely swap out pickups and things like that, to try new hardware. This is why they exist. They're, you're know, like, like I've been I've been cruising around our local Craigslist. And I'm seeing Player Pluses, that like the newer Mexican Strat that I right. have. Those retail for I think twelve ninety nine, or maybe eleven ninety nine.
0: One of those.
1: I'm seeing them on the used market 700 dollars. Wow! Buy them at those yeah. prices. Buy I, I think my my Player Plus is an excellent guitar. Buy it for seven hundred dollars if you see it. Do crazy mods. Like get creative. That's not you know it's it's a couple hundred more than a squire but you're getting yourself an excellent Fender it says Fender on the headstock and it's just begging for mods this person did it he 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 heard the call to do crazy mods and he went for it
0: I'm really interested in this body But now he's
1: trying to sell it and he's an asshole and an idiot because it's like he probably wants too much and, and no one else would want this Do <laughs> you think this is
0: too much 650?
1: I th- I feel that that's a little bit steep for something that is 6- so... 625. It sorry. is so personalized, and there is irreversible damage as far as the relic goes. But a little bit of sandpaper and elbow polish and uh, elbow grease, I mean. And I wouldn't mind that body. I'd, I'd still have fun with that body. I would swap out the, uh, the pick guard, and I'd leave the red AMG. Why not? I'm but like throwing a black pick guard or a white pick guard.
0: It's your strat in here. Okay. It's right there. Yeah. It's right there. It's behind me. There's a really interesting part on this guitar that I'm just can't figure out. It's got a two point trim. Yeah. But it has traditional saddles on it. That's that can be a thing. So I, well, what I'm saying is like, I don't know when they would have done that. I'm not saying... I, You're trying to date it. I'm trying to date this guitar. Well, there's a serial right there, Steve. I know it's a 2021 Neck, um, but I just can't... Like, I don't know... Uh, let's see, Fender Player, because yours is a Player Plus, right? Yeah. So Fender Player Stratocaster. This is
1: a Fender 75th Anniversary neck on here did they say the neck is mim or did they say the whole thing is mim
0: they just call it a a parts caster so the body could be anything yep yeah i'm gonna
1: say this is overpriced i'm gonna say it should be 500 out the door
0: yeah the player okay that's a player plus player plus player 75th this might not be a parts caster it might be the the it whole thing. It might be the whole thing well, just it's with got, a pickup swap.
1: It's got a pickguard and a pickup swap. Right,
0: but I'm saying like when I'm thinking parts caster I'm usually thinking like sure. either the Steve, neck or the body isn't the May original. I
1: direct your attention to the output jack?
0: Clearly. Oh, yeah, clearly that's not original. <laughs> and sir. the and the tuners as
1: well. But you're you're not upselling anyone on the part swaps on this. Uh, it, you, you are taking a loss on this guitar. I'm sorry, dude, unless you didn't, maybe you got great money on it.
0: I mean, this was like an $850 guitar new. Right. So they're probably selling like- it for like what the, what the, a little bit underused, but maybe it should be deeper depending on, I think you're to something depending on how deep these gouges they are. They do look deep. I would just, I
1: would take a sander to it, and I would do a more traditional uh, armrest relic. Yeah, where just get like get the smooth striation going on, unless um, someone loves that um, look. I, might I don't know.
0: Leave that splatter, like you mentioned earlier, that kind of splatter relic as it is. Yeah, I don't mind that. The textural kind of like there's cavities in it. You know. Here's the thing: what was in the last three months the hottest? hottest new Fender guitar.
1: Oh, the the uh, the 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 Blink One Eighty. Why are you bringing uh, Blink One Eighty Two up, Steve?
0: Because I love talking about Blink 182 <laughs> No, because this not is, this again. Because this is a single pickup, right? Single knob, but it's not a hardtail Stratocaster. To, to put. Five springs on it. It's a hardtail. Congratulations! Yeah, but you, you win. get that resonance from the springs, Steve. There's ways to block it off. Just take know. the springs off and put a wood, a two inch or one inch wood block behind the thing. All right, all right, all right. Have, that, you ever, have you ever seen those ones where like they put um they put like a door a gate latch in the trim? Yeah, totally. Uh, I always imagine that that must rattle. It probably does not once there's pressure
1: against it, but that's what I imagine whenever I see that.
0: Let's let's judge the rest of this person's rig. They got an angle mini head. I mean, clearly this person likes
1: a uh, high gain
0: aggressive. They've music. got it. EVH fifty one fifty. I'm not gonna talk about an, an orange amp cab. An orange amp. Honestly, this looks like the rig of somebody who went to Gear Street in a recent, <laughs> like a recent <laughs> year. I don't know who. Sure, but it's like, oh, you've got an angle amp and a fifty-one fifty. Right? Are right. you sure you're not hanging out with There's, Hennings crew? This person
1: definitely watches Hennings videos.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks, Joshua. I I think that's all I got for this ad. You got anything else?
1: Uh, no, I, I I feel really confident in saying that the this should sell for five hundred bucks. I don't know if it will, but if I was if I was interested in and I was going to make an offer, that's where I would want to pay. It's
0: where you'd want to be. How would you? That's a tough spot to be at six twenty five already. To and negot- he's gonna
1: he's gonna try to upsell by including the hard case. I don't want it. Mm. I'll pay four fifty to not get the case.
0: So that I, so is that gonna be like you're gonna say hey I don't want the case. Will you take four fifty? And then and then they'll he's say gonna negotiate. He's gonna be like oh, 550. five fifty. He'd be like five hundred final offer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can. I because I don't otherwise I don't like that's a tough. For some reason, $500 is, sounds like a good price. I just don't know how you haggle there. And then I'm just going to pull off the
1: eyeball knob, and I'm going to sell the guitar. Just I'm just going to buy it just for the eyeball knob. <laughs> I'm
0: sure if you Googled eyeball
1: knob. I know, I know. I don't hate this thing. And like, like I said, like swap. I'm not sure I hate the pickguard, but it, I would probably end up swapping the pickguard for black or white or... Anodized, silver anodized, or something like that. I don't know. Mm, Something to get, something to get that red pickup to pop a little bit more. Gotcha. I think black. Black is the answer. Black is the answer. Black is the answer. Black is so (coughs) like fingerprint prone. That's true. You know, I mean, red on white like this could be a Jack White guitar, with that EMG in there. You know, he you Mm -hmm. know he loves his EMGs. Yeah,
0: Jack White, all about modern efficiency. <laughs> Someone before you go in the comments yeah I know he was playing a freaking uh EVH guitar no. or Ernie or Ernie Ball Axis or whatever for a while there so yeah I know I know he's joined us in the 21st century Uh but Is that the 21st century? I don't know. That's still the 20th century
1: my dude. When he when he starts playing, you know, like one of these multi-scale 8 strings then yeah. Maybe that's the 21st century. When's the
0: Tim Henson, Jack White collab going to happen? Are there
1: any guitars
0: that are absolutely,
1: definitely a product of the 21st century that don't have their feet in the 20th century? That's a question we should have at Nam. What is the, the newest new? guitar here? I
0: feel like that. Okay. Well, let's, let's do this. Let's just talk about, let's, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about this. We don't have an official topic, so let's we'll see what Steve oh, we'll is, is us out. gearing up to do. No, I want to. I want to think about this. I think this is interesting. A mind experiment. A 21st century guitar. When did part? When did Parkers happen?
1: Oh, and the, were they in the nineteen hundreds? The nineteen hundreds. I think they came out of the eighties. If I'm
0: correct. No, really. You think they might. They might have mean... been early nineties. Um, I was gonna say like maybe, like okay, what? What parts need to be, like, how?
1: That's the tricky thing. Like, so how, my, how much do we need to reinvent the wheel? My
0: thought was, like, maybe the...
1: Uh... I'm thinking new shape. I'm thinking uh, new materials. Like, carbon fiber stuff existed in the 90s, but it really wasn't accessible. Like, so, like, one of these more modern, like, full carbon fiber, like, unibody sort of situations. Uh, I mean, headless stuff existed in the 80s and the 70s and stuff like right, that. Right, cuz I was going to
0: say Strandberg, but Strandberg maybe that gets but you I back. don't
1: I don't remember seeing multi-scale stuff in the 1900s. I am sure it existed, but its popularity
0: has definitely popped more. So this is a headless one, so maybe you're going to already say well headless is too much Steinberger, but I'm thinking Aristides. Sure, sure, that's going I think that Aristides direction. is a Maybe the closest to a fully 21st century instrument. We
1: really can't have this conversation until the year 2099. And, you know, like, I don't know if we're going to podcast that long.
0: Yeah. At this rate, probably. <laughs> Once I have, like, well, here's the, here's the problem, right? So I had this conversation at work the other day. Because mm-hmm, you work in biomed and know which direction uh, you're going. And we know, yeah, we know if, uh, if uh, my company is actively... C- manufacturing pharmaceuticals that were will shorten your life or pharmaceuticals that will extend your life. Right. Um, but somebody asked me like when, how much money do you, I think I need to retire, which is a question that like, I think everyone maybe should think about. And I think for like, I I have a formula in my head. I'll um, never, ha- whatever number it is, I'll never have it. I'm going to so, work till I die. So the thing is, so there's a whole, there's a whole, uh, investment strategy that basically once you hit, like it used to be like one and a half million. Now I think it's 2 million in investments that your average annual rate of return is enough for you to just only, uh, withdraw the interest. Right. And then you never lose money because like your, your core investment will just, cause you can there. live off the interest because right. you can live off the interest. So that's what they say. Like, Oh, that's the number that you want to target for for retirement. So like I said, um, Oh, well when I retire, like then the podcast will be over. But then if I'm retired, I'm going to have all this free time. If anything, the podcast is going to ramp yeah, up, up. If up, anything, up. like once I retire, I'm going to want to do two episodes a week.
1: <laughs> and I'm still going to have to edit it because I won't be retired. And no,
0: I'll-, I'll, I'll edit it. Cause I'll be retired. Like it, you can edit it. And probably how much time do you spend editing? Like two hours, three hours. Mm. depends on four, yeah. four hours. How crazy we got five hours. Yeah, it's, it's it's a couple hours. Usually two to five, two to five hours. It's going to take me 10 to 20 hours, but because I'm retired, I'm going to have passion, time for it's it. your old man passion I'm project. Gonna, I'm finally going to learn Photoshop in my retirement. I think if I Photoshop's have... what you used to edit the podcast. Oh right? yeah, totally. I Photoshop. edited in
1: Photoshop. That's right. Totally correct. Steve, you're well on your way to being a podcast editor. <laughs> I would actually be totally fine with you editing the podcast. It's not hard. I think you could
0: do it. The, pr- the problem right now is it would involve um, you pulling the cards and then uploading the raw, fi- like the raw audio and the raw video to drive. Uh, you're here right now. Take oh, that's the true. Cards I could just take the cards with, with me. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true.
1: Take the cards home, Steve. Mm.
0: We should think about this at some point. Do you have the time to do this? I don't know. No. Don't, uh, you, you know what? I know the answer that's is the answer. I know if you the, don't know. Then you don't. I know the answer is no. Well, the problem is, is I have the time. It's a matter of making the time. I can tell you that I think this
1: is riveting conversation for the audience. I
0: think my Sweetwater video will be done before the 500th episode. It will be really. So it'll be done before we go back to Sweetwater. <laughs> the 500th episode is like in a week.
1: Okay, okay. I'm looking forward to it, Steve. I'm it, just, I'm like, surprised to hear that it's gonna be done so soon. It's like 20
0: minutes long. Hey, that's not yeah, bad. That'd be longer. I'm not sure. That's actually pretty good. I'm not saying it's good content. I'm just saying it. It's almost it is done. content. I've got one more. I think I have one more segment that's like a minute and a half long to watch and play around with. I think I'm gonna do a Street Fighter theme. Here's an exclusive. It's not going to be a theme. I'm just going to pop some graphics up of Street Fighter. I can't wait to see this. Two of my guests for the last video. It's just going to be a little graphic. Maybe sure. maybe I'll maybe I'll steal like a Well, five if, if you made
1: it a Mortal Kombat theme then it'd be very graphic. Oh yeah, that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. What would Okay. Mortal Kombat. Here's a Here's Here's a topic.
0: Do. Okay. If YouTubers were in Mortal Kombat, what would their fatalities be? Uh, let's start with. Uh, well, what what would your fatality be? Something. Oh, two. Obviously, you would summon two princes.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd do like some sort of magic spell, and they would come in, and they would slam into the person from either yeah, side. That's all. Or they would like fit onto their head like headphones, and then like vibrate their head into exploding. Um.
0: Some other one. Or I would
1: like, it would be like a tidal wave of drip. Like I would play a guitar and just like a wave would come in and like take them away.
0: If Glenn Fricker was a Mortal Kombat character, his fatality would be, he would turn you into a bass guitar and then he would smash you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he has, ma- he's like a wizard. I like that. I like imagining
1: him well, as like I mean, a wizard. Like, He's moral- like like a mystic. Char- his hair like starts to like uh, like so flow going, and rise, and his in. his eyes are glowing, and his fingernails grow, and he casts some sort of magic incant- incantation, and then you turn into a bass guitar, and then he picks you up and he yeah. smashes you.
0: If Hanning was a Mortal Kombat character, uh, would he just like summon animals? He'd throw cameras at you till you died. <laughs> <laughs> He's got enough of them. Fatality 8K. <laughs> what would Emily's fatality be? She'd drop guitars on you from the wall. She'd be up
1: on the wall dropping guitars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Phil McKnight fatality.
1: Uh, Phil McKnight fatality. Jeez. It would be like an autopsy. He'd like he'd lay you down on I a wish- table
0: and he'd like take you apart with with tools from Stu I was thinking the same thing. It was like, it, his his fatality would be called deep dive, <laughs> deep dive. Oh man, uh, Rhett Scholl would do some sort of weird move like with a slide. Like he'd, mm-hmm. he'd like mm-hmm.
1: slide across the floor and then poke you in the eye with a slide and you die. I, I mean,
0: know. I think low end lobsters is pretty obvious. It's the giant claw, it's the claw, it's, it's a a the claw. giant claw beheading. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Colin Scott would just run across what
1: <laughs> a field with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> drive it into your collarbone. And it's just like you a dive. Braveheart thing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> he's laughing right now if he's watching.
0: I call him. Joe Branton would just summon the other three original guitar nerds. There's a lot of summoning happening. There's a in lot this. of summoning happening.
1: But that, isn't that how. Fat- 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 she's, ah. Isn't that how fatalities work? It is. Things get summoned. Things get weird. Things get weird. Spines get pulled. Things get thrown. Fireballs and lightning and, you know, plasma bursts and stuff
0: like that. I'm glad we had this conversation. Yeah, it's very important. Ryan, what's new? What's new is something that we forgot to mention last
1: time we recorded. Oh, yeah. I went to our P.O. box and... I, was, I pulled out the slip because we get the, this little box and they put slips in there when we get big things. I, I hand it to the lady. She's like, oh, it's right there on the floor. And I turn around and on the floor is this gigantic box that happens to be an Aquabats drum shell kit. This is just the snare. I have the rest of the shells upstairs right now. Uh, we know the name, we know the screen name of the patreon that sent it but we don't actually know the real person name so thank you uh what was it 67 goat 67 goat and they have a yamaha pacifica as their little icon there thank you it was addressed to henry so they they gifted a drum shell kit to my son (laughs) who Actively isn't playing drums as much as I thought he might. He still is playing here and there. Um, but I've been I've been doing the 30-day drummer uh can a guitarist learn drums in 30 days Mm -hmm. uh video that I've been working on for like 90 days. (laughs) But we 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 put it all together. We need all the hardware for it. Henry is actually really excited about it. He's excited to have an acoustic kit. How cool! He's excited to be loud, but I told him like to earn the parts that are missing from this mm-hmm. you have to do the same lesson program through Drumio that I'm doing. So once I wrap up me learning the drums, I'm gonna get on him to do that. they are 10 minute lessons, so I'm just gonna sit him down once a day and be like, okay, I'm gonna sit with you while you go through this 10 minute lesson right and just make him do it. And as he learns and I'll like I'll, bro- I'll, I'll buy him a snare stand. And then I'll buy him a hi-hat stand and hi-hats, and I'll buy him a ride cymbal, and I'll buy him a, a crash cymbal and stuff like that. I'll complete the kit. He needs a throne for it. So I'll get all that stuff, and I'll give him something to work towards learning on the electric kit so that he can play on the acoustic kit. It's a really cool kit. I'm stoked on it. It's, it's got one of the little bass drums. Oh really? I've always really liked the sound of like little bass drums. Yeah. So that'll be it'll be a fun kit. It'll live in his room unless he doesn't want it to. Maybe well, I, we're gonna have to figure out where all these drums are gonna live now. But that was. I want to thank you. It's such a generous thing to do. Like, holy hell, dude! Like I, we were all just blown away and surprised yeah. and shocked by this extremely generous gift. I don't think anyone else should that generous but we're very very thankful for it if you do want to send us stuff to have us hold up on the show and talk about the address has been up here this whole time we have a ups box and you can send whatever you want as long as it's legal and it won't harm us please don't send things that will harm us no snakes
0: no snakes please no not like on that snake. one
1: time where i opened it up and it was just snakes pouring out no. of the ups box which is really weird because the back of those things are open so they can put stuff in there so i don't know how they convince the snakes to stay in there the UPS made it work somehow. <laughs> this is oh. an awful episode. Hopefully, next week's will be better.
0: It's gonna be our 500th, Steve. It's gonna be our 500th. That's crazy. Do you want to say anything else about it? It's gonna. We're gonna do a live. We're gonna do a live stream on Sunday night. So that will be Sunday. Oh, we're we gonna do it at night. I think so. All right. When else will we
1: do it? I don't know. I I was imagining like a midday thing, so that like our East Coast viewers could see it. But we if you did
0: think East Coast, can stay up till nine. Well, what time are you thinking about starting? Like six p.m.
1: Oh, okay. Well, all right. All right. All right. Yeah, we
0: could do. You that. know, here's what. Okay, let me back up. I already talked to Ryan about this. We're, we'll solidify a time. Uh, but what we're gonna do is, oh, it's not next Sunday. Oh, it's next Sunday from this recording. Side. Right. 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 So on it's the on the 22nd, prior to the 22nd, sometime in that week, we're gonna generate the live. So it'll put up a little like start time in your YouTube subscription. So you'll know. So between now and then we're going to pick a time. It might be 6 p.m. Pacific. the thumbnail will be there and be ready to go. Maybe 4 p.m. Pacific would be a little better.
1: Um, I think 4 or 5 would be pretty solid. We're going
0: to be competing with Sunday Night Football is the problem. (sighs) What am I going to do? We should probably see what games are on to see if it's going to be a good game or not. And then... Adjust like if the I'll leave that to you. If the Chiefs are playing on a Sunday night, I don't want to compete with Taylor Swift. That's going to be a problem for us. People are going to want to watch Taylor Swift instead of watching us.
1: Is it possible to watch both things at once? It is, it actually put the sound off on one of them, but they're going to put the
0: sound off on us. It's
1: true, that's fine though. Um, no, what's more important? A a football game that can happen any time of the year. Or the 500th episode of your favorite uh, podcast, boys. I mean, show. Leg-
0: legitimately, it's only going to be week seven, so it's not even an important game. Uh,
1: <laughs> Why are we here? Why are we talking about this?
0: Because <laughs> uh, we're talking about the 500th episode. Yeah. So okay. we're going to put something up during the week that announces what time it's going to be. Also, want to mention
1: a few weeks ago we talked about the possibility of doing an in-person meetup. All oh, right. I don't. It's not going to happen. We were looking at our schedules with our family lives and stuff like that, and doing the uh, uh, the live stream and stuff. It's just it's just too much to put on our plate at this time. I would like to do some like San Diego hangouts though, so maybe that's something we can figure out. Maybe in the winter sometime or something mm-hmm. like that, like a, a sixty cycle hum meetup at a local brewery or something like that. Where yeah, we'll just we don't do have a, to make a reservation; just everyone shows up. If you're there, you're there. We'll you do know? something
0: kind of a little more random for sure. Yeah. Oh, I've got something else new to talk about. What else do
1: you have new, Ryan? I did that Glary uh, demo that was Patreon funded. Yeah. And at the end of the video, I was so fed up with the guitar. I was like, I don't want to keep this. If there's anyone in San Diego that wants this guitar, hit me up and take me out for lunch. And it's yours. And someone did it. They took me out for ramen. We had a wonderful conversation. I think we hung out like an hour and a half or something like that. Cool, cool. I got my belly full of ramen. They got a guitar that they were excited about. And I think I'm going to do that a bunch more. I should have taken pictures. We should have done like a selfie to prove that it happened. Uh, But it just felt so nice to like get out and talk to someone and like hang out with a viewer and get a guitar in someone's hands. And if I'm going to be doing these Patreon funded like guitar demos where it's like, let's get get a $150 guitar. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless I have really clear plans for it, I can't keep everything. I was was just telling someone the other day, like, I film, like, two new things a week typically. Yeah. I'm not selling two things a week, which means it's just building up. It's accumulating. Stuff is just building up and building up and building up. I have to find creative ways to get rid of this stuff. I don't really want to ship cheap guitars because it's not worth it.
0: You have five tubs of the affordable board pedals. pedals, I know,
1: I know. I need to, I need to sort through all those. We could do like a local meetup. We could go to, go to like a, a brewery or something like that. Just bring a, bring a tub, bring a tub of of affordable pedals. Is like first twenty people to get here get an affordable pedal. You know, yeah. <laughs> Just buy me, buy me a drink, and then I'll have mm. twenty drinks. There you go.
0: Yikes! I could, no, That's a I, lot of drinks.
1: I could be like, I've got three affordable pedals. Find me at this bar, buy me a, a three drinks, and <laughs> I could I could cheat the system and I could be like, come to a dinosaur ghost show, I'll have 20 petals. <laughs> get 20 people there. One pedal for each person. Yeah. You know? It would I, be the, I, the highest that's attendance not we've even, ever that's had. That's not
0: really cheating the system. That's just how you that's how it used to used to be. That's how it used to be. People would just give away pedals. People well no, I, I'm pretty like what's the difference between buying the tickets yourself and giving them to your friends for free because sure. it's a pay to play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's... come
1: pay to see us play and you're going to get a pedal out of it. Yeah. Is, is the idea. I need to do stuff like that. Cause stuff is building up. It's bad. I got control of the guitars for the most part, but the pedals are out of control right now. I need to sell more stuff. It's bad.
0: Speaking of pedals, <laughs> this episode. Oh yeah. Is brought to you by Chase Bliss. Uh, they are made, uh, You know, when I don't have a prop, I feel like it's hard to talk about them. It's weird. Uh, Chase Bliss is a pedal company that we have always said uh, is a pedal that is more creative than you are. Oh, this is the the Mood Mark 1. This is the one that I have. Yep. I've got Uh, it too, Steve. The Mood Mark 1. You're not the only one who has it. I don't really understand how it works, but I know it makes some really fun sounds. No one understands how it works. It's magic. And um, I don't know what to say about it. I really like it i need to like they're really cool i need to so the thing the same kind of content that i made that i'm now i'm hyping it uh for the video that i made at gear fest i kind of want to do that again for nam right um so but this time there are some parts of the video that i made where i had just gotten the uh pedal in and which (laughs) wasn't the mood and i used that pedal to generate some parts for um time-lapse oh. so there was sound in the time-lapse and i think for the next time i do that and i I'm have to, to and studio, i have Steve. to make time-lapse music i want to use the mood on there that's a
1: good because idea because i think
0: it would be make some really cool glitchy time-lapse-y stuff totally or like time-lapse like b-roll kind of stuff it would be perfect for that and you can do like main like if you're an ambient artist mood would be fantastic i wish i understood how to like harness the power of them and this is the mood mark one can you even get these anymore I don't think so. Yeah. Now you get the mood mark too. Now they're collector's items.
1: All right. You <laughs> thanks to Chase Bliss for sponsoring Steve's disjointed rant
0: for the past two minutes. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> oh, this last ad. This is by David Lucas. It's called "Fake Barn Sexual." Do
1: you remember when we turned coined the term "barn sexual"?
0: I do, but we I were don't at, remember we were out
1: at Cowerfest. We oh, co- is that one that was? We covered an ad that, uh, for a guitar that was made out of barnwood.
0: Mm. Gretsch G5620T for sale, equipped with an Al Nico humbucker neck pickup and a Filtertron bridge pickup. I've owned many Gretches in the past, and this pickup configuration is by far the best sounding and most versatile combination. It sparkles, has the Gretsch sound, and is very suitable for many different genres of music. The Alnico is clear and defined sounding beautiful in combination or on its own. The neck is straight with no issues. It plays quick and feels very comfortable. There is no buzzing or high frets anywhere on the neck. The guitar always has been in my climate controlled guitar room. Good. So there's no damage yeah. to it. This 5620 T has been hand painted with plenty of detail to resemble rustic slash vintage barn wood by a local artist and looks absolutely beautiful and unique. The satin clear coat Blends with the guitar and protects the painting for years to come. The knobs, a cover, and Bigsby have been carefully aged and is a beautiful addition to the rustic theme. This is the only Gretsch Electromax that's been reliced and hand-painted in this style. I have not looked I at this. Why. You've already looked at this. Yeah. It resonates and sustains notes for, for long periods. The Bigsby operates smooth and holds tune very well with no issues. Overall, very well-crafted and beautiful-sounding guitar. A total joy to play. I want to see the price... And I will see the price, $537 as I see this. This barely looks like barn wood to me. I it's
1: I want to see this in person just so I can understand the finish. If I understand this correctly, the wood that you're seeing is not wood. It is a painting of wood. Right,
0: right. But that yeah, it's been painted with plenty of detail to resemble rustic. Well, then it looks like there's There's a lot of textural elements here,
1: and part of it is a big portion of smooth paint. I'm trying to figure out how this was accomplished and why <laughs> it was accomplished. Did the artist, as mentioned, paint the purple areas, or did they chip away the purple areas and then paint this wood pattern on the exposed areas because the the purple areas certainly look like there's like a textural scraping away thing going on. Yeah. But it doesn't look normal. So it looks very stylized.
0: It seems like this is designed to make you think that a bar- this was this was originally a barnwood guitar that's been finished and the finish is falling off. And by right. barnwood it, it, Listen,
1: I hesitate to call this barnwood. This more, looks more like swamp wood to me. It's it's got like this rusty kind of like maritime ship kind of thing going on. There's copper green rust dripping down through the grain and weird dark spots and stuff like that. Oh. When I think of when I think of barnwood, I think of wood that has been silvered. You know what right. I mean? It has yeah, a yeah. silvery look. This has a green algae waterlogged look to it. So I was I'm, trying to figure out I'm why calling th- BS on the barnwood claim. Yeah. This is a swamp wood. At least uh it is pirate wood. Pirate
0: wood. Pirate wood. I was trying to figure out like why are there so many yellows and greens? I couldn't figure out what why, why, why where 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 that, why, why? Ugh, where that choice came from. And, and it's exactly what you said. Like it's trying to imply that like the knobs are rusting, right, and have given way to like this copper patina. I hate and so I, much I have about to, this. I have to admit I don't own a
1: barn. I've seen barns; they're red. This guitar is not red. All right.
0: <laughs> would this be more believable if the guitar
1: was red? Um, was red? If that purple was red, I would buy the the barn. Would thing a little bit more uh and if there was like hay poking out of the f-holes you know Mm -hmm. also like let's not gloss over this person being stoked on an open coil cheap looking humbucker in the neck position i don't care if you think it sounds better you could have found a better looking humbucker to achieve that sound like it just looks cheap that's no i'm not signing off on that humbucker in the neck like you could have at least gotten a like a chrome pickup ring so it could match or at least visually no, flow with with the bridge pickup. You're 100% right. Like that the black plastic pickup ring like totally does not fit this guitar aesthetically at all. It would be better to have it just like floating Van Halen style in a cutout piece of wood right. cuz then at least it would be thematic, you know, it would fit the barn sexual theme going on here. That black plastic ring uh, just looks cheap on this. I'm doing a thumbs down while making a fart noise with my mouth for the audio podcast
0: listeners. uh, I feel like this would work more if it just was a single pickup. Mm. Yeah, totally. And just, yeah, there's going to be a hole in the
1: guitar where the old pickup was. Leave Leave it. Lean into that aesthetic, you know,
0: just leave it. It says the pickup cover is aged, but I can't... There's not, like, a good enough picture of the... Like, all of these pictures are a little flashed out. What's the yeah, overexposed? exposed?
1: There's not enough
0: pixels either. Like, the whole thing is really compressed. So... That's pretty gritty and grainy. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's the photographer's fault. Maybe it's something that happened in the... Not in your screen cap, but in the original... Right, right, right. ...screen cap or No, my whatever. screen cap...
1: My screen... My screen caps are immaculate. Stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah, with my never. screen captures. I make them nice and big before I screen crap. Screen crap.
0: All right. I don't know if I have much else to say. about It's this an Electromatic. One. This is like a new price, right? This is, um, yeah, I feel like this is maybe an $800. I don't think so. Those Electromatics are more affordable than you realize, Steve. You think a 5620 is $600? Oh, you know what? This is can is this Canadian money? This is in Canada, but I don't know if these are I think these are American dollars. 537. I see one for $4.99. That's a different F-hole shape though. Are
1: we sure this is a 5620? Says it's a 5620T. Maybe it's just an older year. The the 5620 has it has a different F-hole design.
0: Yeah, this looks more like a 56. 65. There's a 5665 on Sweetwater that's actually also purple. Is that it? That's not it. That's not it. Because that one's got wood. This must be an older one. Here we go. 5620T hollow body used. Uh oh, that's got the different F-holes, though. Yeah.
1: They don't know what this is. This might be a long-lost prototype, and it's worth Ten bazillion dollars. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, that's probably not accurate, huh? Thanks for bringing that to my attention, Steve. I thought that was accurate, but now I'm starting to doubt myself. It's maybe some older model. Maybe it really has been aged and weathered in a barn naturally. That's how aged it is. Yeah, it's so old we don't even know what model it is. I think that Bixby is either aftermarket or they stripped away the black paint. I think it's just stripped away. It looks handsome. If you've got a Bixby with black paint on it, strip away that black paint. It looks better without it.
0: They, someone gave them the Beat Boys uh, and then they stripped away.
1: all the. Yeah, I think they have the wrong model number because all the ones I'm seeing have uh, that like teardrop eyebrow swoosh
0: Gretsch single cut semi hollow. That's what this is. Maybe uh, no inlays. So it's not a 5427T. I shouldn't say it's. it has side inlays. Uh, maybe this one, the 5420. The 5420 is like a maybe thick m- one of those thick boards. That might be it. That might you actually know, be it. No, knob positions are wrong.
1: Oh really? <laughs> it's a mystery. Tell us in the comment section which one you think this is.
0: Oh, there is a fifty four twenty seven T with the same like this one has the same knob configuration. Different bridge though. That one has like the jazz bridge. We're not going to spend time on this because no, we have to get to the. But, Avengers like looking, at, looking Club. at the
1: prices though, th- this is high five thirty seven plus one hundred bucks. They're trying to charge for the art. Uh. And their mod with that neck pickup. No, I don't know what someone would, would pay for this. It, it, it comes down to whether or not someone out there falls yeah. in love with, with the look. I'm not in love with the look. I wouldn't pay $537 plus $100 shipping for this. Uh, I don't know where. I would just buy the Gretsch Electromatic that I want because they actually make guitars and really cool finishes.
0: And I wouldn't buy this. I just wouldn't buy it. That's my vote. I, I will say though, I, so I'm seeing similar ones used around, uh, six fifty, six, 700. So I don't, I think this, the current, whatever the current version of this is, is like a you know, $900 guitar new. Maybe. I don't think this is work. I don't think it's, I think this is so mangled. You can't, I, you know, it's gotta be under 500. Oh yeah. Easy. Um, Alright, Adventurers Club, man. Let's let's get to the good stuff. Adventurers Club. What are you voting for? We got the
1: ruined SG2. We've got the III, and we have this uh fake barn sexual.
0: Oh man, I think I think I'm voting for YouTuber Mortal Kombat.
1: Looking at my notes, we won a $25 digital gift card. Congratulations, us. We'll split it right down the middle.
0: Uh, yeah, just like in Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's uh, who's who's uh, what YouTuber's uh, fatality is just slicing their opponent in half? I don't know, Sammy G, of course. Sammy G, yeah. Um, it's hard it's hard from an educational standpoint so i think barn sexual is out for me me too it's in between iii and
1: the ruined sg2 um this is going to surprise you
0: i think i'm going to say ruined sg2 Mm. still
1: You've talked me into it. All right. Ruined SG2. Congratulations, Congratulations, Greg Greg Straub. Straub. You have now entered the realm of the Masters of the Adventurers Club. Which I think he might already be in. Steve will email you. Uh, It's true. I will. And get your details so that he can gift you $25 digitally.
0: This ending song was sent by Craig Brinker. He says, hey, guys, I thought I would submit a song instead of an ad today. But first, an anecdote. Uh, When my wife sees me watching the podcast, she always asks, are you watching the guitar men in the garage again? My Aussie shoegaze slash dream pop band, The Vacationists, I like that name, uh, released an EP in the last couple of weeks. The single is called Please Remind Me. It's attached to the email. I always say please attach... Your song to the email, not a link. Just attach it. Yes. Uh, I mean, so Dropbox
1: works, but don't send us a link. You know, the, 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 to like your SoundCloud or your Bandcamp or yeah. whatever. Some It's something that we can literally download without having to go through a purchasing process, please. Zip files are fine. Well, this know. is embarrassing. Uh-oh. I'll be right back. He's got to go get some fresh internet.
0: Reminded me of, I don't know if you ever really listened to them, um, but Starflyer. Starflyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, Starflyer vibes. I think the vocal really reminded me of Starflyer. Sure. I mean, the music too, but uh, the music kind of also reminded me of like Always. Uh, this, This was a really good track. I liked it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Stay grounded.